Bible reading is taken from the book of Revelation, chapter 7, reading verses 9 to 17. After this, I looked, and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count, from every nation, tribe, people, and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and were holding palm branches in their hands, and they cried out in a loud voice, Salvation belongs to our God, who sits on the throne, and to the Lamb. All the angels were standing around the throne, and around the elders, and the four living creatures. They fell down on their faces before the throne, and worshipped God, saying, Amen, praise and glory, and wisdom and thanks and honour, and power and strength be to our God for ever and ever. Amen. Then one of the elders asked me, These in white robes, who are they? And where do they come from? I answered, Sir, you know. And he said, These are they who have come out of the great tribulation. They have washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God and serve him day and night in his temple. And he who sits on the throne will spread his tent over them. Never again will they hunger. Never again will they thirst. The sun will not beat upon them, nor any scorching heart. For the lamb at the centre of the throne will be their shepherd. He will lead them to springs of living water, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. So today is November the 1st. The year is racing on. And November the 1st in the Christian calendar is called All Saints Day. Now often this passes unnoticed, especially when it falls midweek. But this year it's a Sunday, and it seemed important to me to recognise this day. It's celebrated most in the Anglican and Catholic churches in this country, as a celebration of those countless Christians, known and unknown, who have faithfully served their Lord and Master here on earth and are now celebrating in the Feast of Heaven all the saints over all the ages. Now, as we think back into church history, some people are named as saints. You may have heard of St. Augustine, St. Francis of Assisi, St. Valentine, and there are many others. Some people will use the prefix saint for some of the biblical characters. So they'll talk of Paul as Saint Paul, Peter as Saint Peter. But the New Testament is actually very clear that all believers are saints. Saints is not just a word for special people, but for all those who believe and trust in Jesus Christ. Now, it does depend on which translation of the New Testament that you read in English as to whether that actual word saint comes across in the text in a number of different places. Sometimes it's there, sometimes it's alternatively translated as holy people or God's people or even God's holy people. 
because that's what the word saint means. But all believers are saints. That's very clear from the New Testament. And today, we give thanks to God for all those who have gone before us in previous generations, in recent times. And you and I, as believers in Jesus Christ, if that is who you are today, then you are a saint as well. All Saints Day. But today also has a curious link to yesterday, which of course was Halloween. Because All Saints Day is sometimes called All Hallows Day. Hallow links to the word holy. All Hallows Day. And the day before is the eve of All Hallows, which is Halloween. So the word Halloween actually has come out of this thought. And yet they are such different days. Halloween is a festival of darkness in which the evil of this world is exposed. But All Saints Day is a festival of joy in which all believers are recognized as saints and are able to stand before the throne of God and worship him with great joy. So how do we link these two days together? I do believe that there is a real danger in Halloween. It's not just harmless fun. And that's why in the church we encourage families to enjoy a light party and focus on Jesus, the light of the world. Yesterday, the families in the church all had party boxes for a light party at home. And I look forward to hearing about some of those family celebrations that some of you will have had yesterday. And now today is a day to celebrate too, to give thanks to God for those who have helped and guided you on your journey to faith, those who you know from previous times who are now in the presence of Jesus in heaven. All Saints Day. And our reading from Revelation chapter 7 is especially relevant to this time because it speaks of that great multitude in heaven, more than anyone can number, praising God and celebrating his goodness and his love. We'll come back to that in a moment. But just a word first about the context in which this vision comes, because it's actually part of a much bigger picture of a vision in the book of Revelation, which started in chapter 4. Evan spoke last week about the throne, the scroll, and the Lamb, of how John, in his vision, saw the Lord seated on his throne and saw the elders surrounding him, the angels, and that amazing picture of heavenly worship in Revelation chapters 4 and 5, that God is still on the throne and calls us to worship him now. And the key question in that earlier part of the vision was about a scroll which had seven seals on it. And the question was, who could break the seals and open the scroll? And there was great distress that maybe there was no one who could do that. And those seals were really representing the history of the world, the whole of life. Who could interpret that? Who could break the seals and open the scroll? And the answer was that the lion has triumphed. He can do this. The lion of the tribe of Judah. But then when John looked in his vision, he didn't see a lion. He saw a lamb. A remarkable way, of course, of describing Jesus, who is the lion and the lamb. He alone could break the seals. But those seals are not opened until chapter 6, 
and the last seal is not opened until chapter 8. So this is all part of one great vision in this book. Most of the seals in chapter 6 refer to what is wrong in the world, the evil that is around us. But the first seal is different. That is a picture of Christ himself. Then the next five seals refer to war, famine, sickness, persecution of believers, and overwhelming disaster. All the evils of this world. And then before the final seal is opened, there is this amazing vision of heaven with countless people worshipping God. Now, just as Halloween and All Saints' Day provide us with a contrast between the darkness of evil and the joy of the Christian faith, so here in the book of Revelation, we have exactly the same contrast. The opening of the seals shows a troubled world, but at the center of it, there is a throne, a lamb, and there are countless people from all across the world praising God. Today, we are surrounded by a hurting world, and the pain is only increasing. There is war, there is famine, there is sickness, there is persecution. There are what we call natural disasters. And recent months have exasperated so much of this with the coronavirus pandemic and all of its associated challenges. And it may seem to us, seem to us as if darkness has been let loose, but that is not so. I think it is so, in, so significant that this vision of heaven comes before the seventh seal is broken. And it says to me that in the midst of the suffering and pain, the saints are rejoicing. I don't believe that we should understand this as some kind of escaping from the real world, as if all the suffering is going on throughout the world, but there is a party in heaven away from it all. That's not the way we understand it because it is one and the same vision. The first seal represents Christ himself. The final seal ushers in silence in heaven. The seals in between describe the pain and sufferings which are real in our lives today. Heaven and earth are very closely connected in this vision. For us today, celebrating the wonders of what God has done and worshipping him with all the saints, past, present, and future, is happening here and now, on earth and in heaven, while the pain and hardship and challenge of our daily lives remain. That is so important. And therefore, I want to challenge you, as I challenge myself this morning, to look beyond the things that we see and hear around us, to join in that great chorus sung by all the saints on All Saints Day and every day. And as we worship God, and as we celebrate his faithfulness, then to reach out with the compassion of Jesus into the world around us, where the pain and the hardship and the challenges of our daily lives remain. Let's look at one or two details about this heavenly vision. There are people from all across the world in the vision, from every tribe, nation, people, and language. Heaven is truly multicultural. 
the most diverse community you will ever know. There are too many to count. Earlier in Revelation chapter 7, there's a reference to 144,000. I don't believe that that is meant to be taken literally, but like all the numbers in the book of Revelation, it has a, has a deeper meaning. And its meaning is to do with a complete gathering, a gathering together of all the saints from all generations and all places, drawing us all into that heavenly kingdom. And there they are singing praises to God. We use these words often in our worship, and rightly so. I'm sure that songs will come to mind as you hear these words. Salvation belongs to our God who is seated on the throne and to the Lamb. That's a familiar song, isn't it? Blessing, glory, wisdom, thanksgiving, honor, power, and might. That's another song. All the way through, there are references, phrases here that have picked up in some of our best-known songs. Here in this vision, the saints are wearing white robes. And later on, there's an explanation that those robes are made white by the blood of the Lamb. That's an important detail. Only Jesus can cleanse us from sin today. Only Jesus can make us clean inside. Only Jesus can bring new life to us now and draw us into this heavenly kingdom. Those who are singing praises to God have come through difficult times to places of refreshment and peace. And this can happen now. This is undoubtedly a vision of heaven in the future, but its message is very much for us today. And so many of these words are part of our worship now. And this experience in some small way can be true in our lives now. You and I can come to a place of peace and joy in the presence of Jesus today. A little further on in the vision, we have this wonderful thought that the lamb has become the shepherd. What an amazing mix of images. Shepherds normally look after lambs, but Jesus, the lion of the tribe of Judah, the lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world, is now the shepherd of his people. He wants to guide you today to that place of true worship and spiritual refreshment. Halloween and All Saints Day, which one is it for you? Are you overshadowed by darkness, living in fear, unsure about who you really are and what life is all about? Or are you sharing in the joyful celebration of the saints, as someone who knows that God loves you, that Jesus has forgiven you, and springing from your heart, there is true worship and praise? Now is the time to step out from darkness into light. Now is the time to lift up your heart in true worship to Almighty God. Now is the time to join with all the saints, those who've gone before us, those across the world who share our common faith, those who are yet to believe, a vast, countless, multicultural gathering of believers. Now is the time to believe in the Lamb of God, Jesus our Saviour, who is now our Shepherd. 
And now is the time to reach into our hurting world deeply with the love of Jesus and with the hope which our faith brings. And now is the time to look forward into that day when we too will see the throne of God and worship the Lamb forever and ever. So lift up your eyes, lift up your hearts, stir up your faith. The powers of darkness continue to strike, but Jesus has won the victory for now and for all time. Praise and glory, wisdom and thanks, honor and power and strength be to our God forever and ever. Amen. I was so pleased when we had a completed recording of the song, We Believe, which became available just a few days ago. It captures the idea of faith expressed strongly against a background of darkness and fear. In this time of desperation, we believe. And whether you're in church this morning or at home, I invite you to listen and enter into the meaning of this song now. May it help you truly to come to that place of worship, to recognize all the saints on earth and in heaven who surround you. And as you capture something of the wonder of God's love for you and the presence of Jesus Christ, may that in turn enable you to reach out in love to our broken and hurting world. In Jesus' name.